Hello everyone, my name is Alison Dijak and welcome to On The Scene, your weekly source for KW music, arts, film and event listings here on midtownradio.ca. Every week we'll be chatting all about the local happenings in KW, from live music to comedy shows, DJ sets, burlesque and drag, movies and more. We want to begin by acknowledging that we are currently broadcasting on the traditional territory of the Anishinaabe, Haudenosaunee, and Neutral people, as well as the Haldeman Tract, land promised to the Six Nations that runs six miles on each side of the Grand River. And we are grateful to be using this space this evening. Now this show will be live every week every Thursday from 7 to 8 p.m. And tonight we are broadcasting live on location from Adventurers Guild in downtown Kitchener. Now this place is filled to the brim with board games, card games, video games, lots of fun stuff on the walls. We were saying we feel like we see something new every time we're here, as well as a ton of delicious food and drinks and snacks. So it's always a fun time being here. Thursday night, honestly, most of the tables are full already. So what a great spot here in downtown Kitchener. So there's lots to look forward to in the show tonight. This week on the scene welcomes two special guests. In the first half of our show, we'll be talking with local drag queen Melody Bijou, all about the local drag scene and an upcoming performance this weekend that sounds like it will be quite the nostalgia kick for some folks. And in the second half of the show, I'll be sitting down with Alex Kinsella, creator of TLWR, a weekly newsletter that is basically our show in email format, but it's the original one. We're a bit of a copycat. (laughs) We're going to talk about why he started the newsletter and how it's helped highlight so many amazing things going on in the community. We'll, of course, be giving you a full events rundown on all of the awesome arts and culture events happening in town this weekend, including a back-in-time murder mystery, the opening weekend for a new play in town, and the Yeti is turning into a space bar on Friday night. So stay tuned to find out what that's all about. Uh, Let's kick things off with some music now. We're going to hear a song from a new up-and-coming folk trio. This is their first release. They just released it on Halloween, actually. And they are playing their first ever Toronto show tonight. So we wish them all the best with that show. This is House Cat with their song, Skeleton Man.
You just heard Skeleton Man by House Cat here on Midtown Radio. If you're just joining us, welcome back to On the Scene on MidtownRadio.ca. My name is Allison Dijak, and we have an awesome show in store in store for you. Over the next hour, we'll be talking all about the local arts and culture events going on in KW, and later in the show, chatting with local guests Melody Bijou and Alex Kinsella. Now, before we dive into our interviews, let's chat a little bit about what's going on in KW this weekend. So there's three events that I want to highlight for you. The first, I just found out about this one last night. There is a murder mystery happening at Woodside National Historic Site. So if you've never been there or never heard of it, it's on Wellington Street in Kitchener, right by Lancaster. Um, It's this really old historic building. And there is going to be an awesome murder mystery event happening uh, happening there. They're going to sort of take you back in time. Um, and there's going to be a killer. We'll have to figure out who who done it. Uh, and there's a little bit of a historical twist to it. So you'll get to explore the historic house while uncovering clues and interviewing suspects with hopes of finding the guilty party. There's going to be some prizes to be awarded and fun to be had by all. So they have three times that you can check that out this weekend. Saturday at 8 p.m., Sunday at 2 p.m., and also Sunday at 6 p.m. So they have said that tickets must be purchased in advance. So if you're interested, you can email woodsideontario at pc.gc.ca to reserve tickets. Youth are $15 and adults are $20. The next event I want to highlight here is happening in downtown Kitchener. Um, Greenlight Arts Theatre Company is having their opening night tonight, actually, of a new play, This Is How We Got Here. That's going to be happening at the Conrad Center. So this play was actually shortlisted for the 2018 Governor General's Literary Award for Drama. It was nominated for the 2020 Carol Bolt Award and was the winner of the 2020 Dora Award for Outstanding New Play. So Keith Barker's This Is How We Got Here shows a close-knit family working through the complex process of loss and grief. Now, I have honestly heard so much about this show. Maybe it's the people that I follow on social media, but I've heard a lot of great shout-outs about it. Um, Greenlight Arts is a fantastic local theater company. Um, It features a really great cast, and one of our former guests actually Janice Jolie is the sound designer for this show so it seems like it's going to be something really great it's on all weekend uh, and into next weekend as well so this weekend you can catch it Friday and Saturday at 8 p.m. Sunday at 4 p.m. and it's also running Tuesday to Sunday next week so definitely definitely check it out really high quality theater happening not at center in the square. So (laughs) it's always nice to support uh, a smaller theater company in town. 
And there is one more event that I want to highlight before we get into another song here. And that is the Era Bella's Drag Show. This is presented by Cinched Events on Saturday night at Arabella Park. Now, Arabella Park is a relatively new spot for drag shows. Um, they sort of kept things going after their Pride show at, at Festival in September. And this month, the Beauty Bellas of Southern Ontario are coming to Kitchener in Belmont Village at Arabella Park Beer Bar to bring you a night in November you won't ever forget. They'll be dancing around the stage and balcony of Arabella to keep the night alive and it'll be hosted by Karma Chameleon. So that show is from 8 to 11 p.m. and tickets are $15 if you want to check out some drag in Belmont Village. We're going to keep things going now with another song uh, from a group that is performing in town this weekend. Local punk rockers Among Legends are actually going to be opening for Ill Scarlet at the Hub on Friday night. There's a great lineup there. Ill Scarlet's going to be playing with Among Legends, Anti-Social Surf Club, and 95 Proof. So let's hear from Among Legends now. This is their song, Monochrome. No, I don't blame you for taking time away When I thought I could do this on my own And I don't blame you for needing your own space But lately my world's stuck in monochrome Just a slip up here and there Just when I'm stressed out
You just heard Monochrome by local pop punk rockers Among Legends here on On The Scene. Among Legends are going to be opening for Ill Scarlet at The Hub in downtown Kitchener on Friday night. So if you liked what you heard, you might want to go check them out. Tickets are $30, doors are at 7, and the show starts at 8 p.m. Now, every week on the scene brings you a huge events rundown of all of the amazing live music, comedy shows, movies, and more that you can check out around downtown Kitchener and uptown Waterloo. So here are your music listings for this weekend. In music at Descendants on Friday night, you can catch 78 North at 8 p.m. And on Saturday night, you can see the Sparkle Party Drag Bingo Show with Crystal Quartz at 8 p.m. Tickets are $20. At the Duke of Wellington on Friday night, you can catch Cassidy Van Hoovelen. And Saturday, you can catch Adam and Ben both at 8 p.m. At Jane Bond this weekend, DJ Silent Sid will be back on Saturday night with Funk Pop A Roll starting at 10 p.m. At the Jazz Room in Uptown Waterloo, Friday night they'll have Ray Podhornick Sep- the, the Ray Podhornick Septet. <laughs> and on Saturday, the jo- Joe Policastro Trio. At Revive Game Bar on Sunday, Have Hope Shows presents an evening with Danbert Nobicon of Chumbawamba, featuring a ton of special guests. We'll hear a little bit more about that later in our show. At the Registry Theatre this weekend on Saturday night, the Dobros present Pluck and Slide Review, a night of country, blues, root, and roots music. And on Saturday, on Sunday, sorry, you can catch Jay Carraro with Powderfinger, a tribute to Neil Young. At Sugar Run this weekend on Friday night, DJ Good Doctor is back with Music for the Masses 90s playback starting at 10 p.m. And lastly, the Yeti Bar on Friday night is turning into Space Bar with Ian Newton. This is going to be an original evening of deep ambient rhythm and warm galactic house music. Sounds like a very fun time. If you want to check out our entire event listing or get any of those names one more time, you can head to our website, midtownradio.ca. Later in the evening, we'll have that whole event listing posted. Now, tonight we've been broadcasting from the Adventurers Guild Cafe. This is a super fun spot in downtown Kitchener on Ontario Street, right beside Legacy Greens, um, sort of on the other side, uh, the other side of Duke uh, from where the Apollo is. And this is a super, super fun spot to be. It's our second time live broadcasting here, and it's full of board games, video games fun food and drinks, amazing decorations and things on the wall, and great people too. So if you've never been here, highly recommend you check it out sometime. Now On The Scene is proud to bring in local guests each week to be part of our show and share in discussing all that is happening in the Waterloo Region's arts and culture scene. 
Melody Bijou, our first guest, is a local drag queen, singer, DJ, and violinist. She has taken the KW drag scene by storm with regular local performances around town with a variety of different groups, including dollhouse events, but also travels across Ontario with past shows in wine country, Sarnia, Guelph, and more. This weekend, she is performing alongside a slate of performers at Revive Game Bar, and I'm so excited to hear more about this show. Welcome to On The Scene, Melody Bijou. Hi there. Thanks for having me. So glad you could be here. I was saying when you got here, you are the first drag queen I've ever interviewed. I'm so excited. Amazing. (laughs) And although our radio listeners can't hear it, Melody's all dressed up in a fabulous outfit and shoes that I would never dare putting on. They look a little painful, but really great. Beauty is pain. (laughs) So you are relatively new to performing drag. Um, Did I see your first performance was only in 2021? That's right. It was last October of 2021. Wow. Okay. So what, what drew you to wanting to get up on the stage and try out drag yeah it was it was kind of a kind of a leap decision really I mean I was always fascinated with the art form and Mm -hmm. just seeing shows in Toronto and then of course watching drag race on tv and Dragula and all those types of reality shows where you get to watch the different performers get their uh their craft out there um it was quite inspiring, and it was just one day uh, I went to a show here in Kitchener-Waterloo, mm-hmm. actually, at TWB, nice. uh, which was uh, also with the Cinched Events group okay. uh, that you mentioned earlier. Yeah. Um, great cast of performers, um, and I was just absolutely inspired, and so I was like, you know what? It's time. I thought about it. Yeah. It's time. Let's make the leap. Let's do it. So oh, then, uh, yeah, we started putting on makeup uh, the September of that year as well, mm-hmm. and started experimenting a little bit with looks, ideas, songs I wanted to try, and then here we are. Yeah. (laughs) So obviously dance and stage presence is a really important part of a drag show, but you're also a talented singer, DJ, and violinist. That's right. Where did this love of music start? Have you uh, been doing it since you were younger, or? Yeah, I've been been playing violin since I was about eight years old. Wow. So it's, uh, I'm not going to have much age talk on here. (laughs) (laughs) Age is just a number. Uh, Mm -hmm. No, but uh, I've been playing violin for, uh, for almost almost 22 years now mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> so music has always been a very big part of my life uh, and then I ended up going through uh, two art school programs uh, through elementary and high school I uh, played in a couple of youth orchestras and then ended up uh, going to Wilfrid Laurier University for music mm-hmm. and uh, graduated with my uh, my bachelor's degree in uh, composition and uh, improvisation wonderful so yeah. it, it I'm assuming it was sort of a natural fit to want to incorporate that into your performances exactly it was it was something i always thought about and a uh, big shout out to uh drag race royalty thorgy thor mm-hmm. she did uh, one of her talent segments with a violin okay. and i was like okay <laughs> okay one i've played that piece before two awesome this is great yeah. <laughs> time to time to combine the two passions fantastic yeah i was uh, i was looking through some of your social media posts and I, when I saw the violin, I was like, what? I don't think I've ever seen anyone, especially not anyone locally, um, do that before. So really, really eye-catching and really, what, what a great thing to be able to share that talent and like combine it with this other talent of, of doing drag shows as well. Yeah, yeah it's a lot of fun that way. Oh, I love it. Um, so when you're planning a performance, 
How do you go about like choosing the theme or the costume or the songs that you're wanting to perform? Like, do you sort of have something that you work on for a while and use that for a string of shows? Or do you find it's more like each individual show sort of brings out maybe a different song or look you want to do? Yeah, it's, it's definitely a very healthy combination of both. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, like, there's themed shows. So, like, we just got out of Halloween, right? So yeah. there, I think I did, like, maybe three or four Halloween shows. So I had, like, a set number uh, of, of songs that I did for that and had the routines, like, very... Uh, pretty much nailed down by the end of the season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so doing like different uh, sort of stunts and uh, and gimmicks to try and keep with the theme. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely with other shows as well, you do definitely get a chance to kind of like pick and choose uh, what you want to do. If it's like a little bit more of like an open, open stage kind of concept where, you know, it's not, not a Halloween theme, not a Christmas theme, you know, not that type of stuff. So you can kind of go, I kind of go in with more of like a punk rock or like edgy pop type idea. So like yeah. Joan Jett or like sort of more edgy Miley Cyrus end of things. Ooh, okay. Right? I like um, that. <laughs> I've also been known to do some classic rock every now and again, but it's Fun. it's usually trying to get something where there's like enough time for a guitar solo to come in. So then that'll, that'll be when I bring out the violin, yeah. incorporate it into the number and then still be dragtacular, you know? Oh, <laughs> It. What yeah. has been uh, what's been one of your favorite performances to date, or like a really memorable one in some way? Um, so a really memorable one actually was probably one of my best performances, and it was actually just last weekend mm. in Cambridge. Uh, so I did uh, the Grand River Pride uh, inaugural uh, kickoff. Yeah, I saw a lot of posts about that actually. Yeah. Yeah, it was so fun. So I got to meet uh, Miss Mosu from season three of Canada's Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Um, and perform with her. But then there was also like queer musicians there and, and uh, stand-up comedy as well. Uh, but it was just, I don't know, there was like a really electric atmosphere within the crowd. Mm-hmm. And so I was just kind of feeding off that. People were just so happy to be there. Like just no one was frowning. Everyone was yeah. smiling. Everyone <laughs> was having a good time. And it was just so easy to feed off the crowd. And I just had one of my best performances. Uh, did one of the Miley Cyrus numbers that I was talking Amazing. about just there. Um, so got to play the violin twice, get to wow people that way, and then also just feed off some very positive energy. And it was yeah. just such, I was just so grateful for that evening. It was just so fun. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. We've been seeing so many drag shows come up. Like in this show that we do every week, we always have our, you know, weekend listings. Yeah. And they're always at least like at least one drag show if not two three four four that we're that we're always giving shout outs to yeah Um, have you noticed sort of this change like I guess you would have started 2021 that would be like mid pandemic sort of like yeah have you noticed things have been growing in the past year like we're seeing so many more shows pop up more uh different groups and organizations pop up like how have you sort of seen that growth in the last year or so it's definitely been blowing up mm-hmm. um especially in the area like between the tri-cities and like sort of the wellington county area like yeah there there are so many groups that are looking to contribute to the art form which i think is fantastic because it it brings in fresh blood it brings in new ideas new talents so it really helps the industry grow Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's it's been like almost overwhelming how much growth there has been like there's at least like i know there's cinched here in kitchener and Mm -hmm. i know troy boy events does events around here as well uh one of our friends in hamilton uh, adam and steve they do events here now too at the walper um and then um 
and then from time to time, I'll do uh, independent events, uh, sometimes at Revive um, or you know anywhere else that'll have us. But I think what's, uh, aside from just the growth of the industry, I also think what's really lovely and what's re- making me very happy to see is the number of venues that are willing to open their doors to that avenue of entertainment mm-hmm. because it's not everyone is really keen on it, right? Of so course, it's yeah. it's just nice to see that there are venues that are willing to commit to safe spaces and, and allow sort of the queer arts and culture of KW to, you know, allow itself to flourish. Because yeah. drag is just the surface, right? But it's 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 definitely the loudest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For, for people that maybe have not seen a drag show before or have, like, thought about, like, oh, like I've seen this but like I don't know if I'd want to go like what's I don't know like that push of advice that you would give them or something like what do you think that they could get out of going to see a live drag show in town smiles it's all smiles you just have to walk in with an open mind and I know that's not always the easiest thing but Mm -hmm. you just kind of have to walk in with no expectations and just kind of let the let the show take you away on its journey because every show is different because mm-hmm. every performer is different everybody brings their own twist and their own art to it and that's I think another dimension of why it's so fun and so uh, so entertaining mm-hmm. amazing now you've been doing shows uh, just for over a year what do you hope to see in the next couple of years with you know the local drag scene and, and shows that you hope to do yourself um that's a very good question. <laughs> um, I mean, for my own drag, I mean, stagnation is unacceptable. So mm-hmm. I just always want to keep improving and make sure that my hair looks great, my <laughs> face looks great, and that, you know, I'm not looking like I bought something off the rack when I walk on the stage. But, um, you know, I would, I would also love to see, you know, more venues try to open their doors, or at least, because mm-hmm. we don't necessarily really have any queer dedicated spaces in KW. So, I mean... If anything, if this kind of helps maybe sprout something like that where we can have, you know, not saying we need to be exactly like Church Street, but if we can have like, you know, weeks where it's nightly drag from time to time and it's, I mean, that would be fantastic just to have it just even that much more accessible and also just to have that guaranteed safe space for our lovely queer population in KW. Yes. That's definitely a big, uh, big goal and aspiration that I would love to see come forward uh, for our community. Yes, I love that. I want to, like, give snaps to that. (laughs) Um, So before we go, let's talk a little bit about this show you're doing this weekend. It is at Revive. And um, the lead singer from Chumbawamba is coming to Waterloo. When you sent me the poster originally, I was like, what? This is happening in Uptown Waterloo. <laughs> right. How did how did this show come about? How did you get involved with it? So you're you're going to be doing like a drag sort of musical performance. That's uh, right. Uh, as part of this sort of, ca- I want to say it's like a cabaret night sort of. There's like a lot of different performers. Yeah. How did you get involved? <laughs> um, so I think it kind of uh, we can kind of harken back to the uh, punk rock flea market that happened. I guess it would have been June. Okay. Yeah, it would have been June. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that would have been at Rhythm and Brews in Cambridge. And mm-hmm. so um, I had previous dealings with uh, Have Hope uh, in the past when mm-hmm. I was playing in punk bands. Um, and so um, my partner for this show, uh, Brian Scheid, he also knows Have Hope. And so they were like, hey, Brian, if you've got an ensemble, you should play at the, at the flea market. And so he, he met up with me and talked like, do you want to do like a drag violin and ukulele duo? <laughs> I said... I mean, why not? <laughs> oh, 
my gosh. I so, love it. so that's where the duo started, and then I guess we were big enough hit at uh, with the acoustic stage at the punk rock flea market that mm-hmm. uh, Kyle Wappler of Have Hope was uh, was all over having us back, and so uh, Brian and I were absolutely delighted to get the call and. Uh, and uh, and get on board because you're right. This is quite a, a cabaret of different yeah. types of performances. Yeah, yeah. It <laughs> sounds like it's going to be a great time. Were you a Chumbawamba fan back in the day? Are you still a? Or is anyone still a Chumbawamba fan? I don't even know if they're still making music. I, I don't know if they're making music still or not. I mean, uh-huh. there's always the hits, right? I mean, like get knocked down, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> get up again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I always enjoyed their music. Um, I. I'm going to admit, I never bought a single album of theirs, but oh, I always enjoyed what I heard, yeah. so I feel like I'm at a loss for not buying their music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, tomorrow will definitely be, uh, or not tomorrow, Sunday, mm-hmm. rather. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sunday will definitely be uh, quite the callback for nostalgia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, Have Hope always puts on great shows. It seems we've talked about a lot of their shows on our program. And so some of the other uh, special guests that are going to be there, Lee Resistant. You're going to be performing with Fat Shide and the Merry Melodies, Rick Mullen, EJ Fleming, and Kristen Corbett. So sounds like a really, really fun lineup. It is. Um, are there still tickets available? I believe there are. Okay, fantastic. Um, tickets are $20. The show is at 7.30. Doors are at 7 at Revive in Uptown Waterloo. So sounds like it's going to be a really, really fun show. And it was so, so nice to chat with you, Melody. Nice really appreciate hearing more about uh, your journey getting into drag and the local scene and all that growth and, and all the stuff that's going to come to KW in the next couple of years, hopefully. Let's so. hope so. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks so much for chatting with us. Thank you for having me. <laughs> well, we're going to hear um, a song now from a group that says they are all about creating immersive performances. Um, sort of reminded me of the performances we we're talking about. Uh, this is a brand new single from local, local Kitchener, alt-pop group The New People. They'll be playing a show next weekend, actually, on Friday at Katana Studios. This is How I Live. I've been climbing mountains I've been walking along these shores I've been circling islands I've been searching, searching What am I searching for? These are the questions I'm asking myself Why? How is my will? Why do I cry? These are the questions I'm asking, I'm asking I'm fighting through the storm I'm looking for lightning in the night I'm holding my breath underwater Trying to try and make it out alive How is my will? Where is the time? With the world today, where did we go wrong? Some are forced to leave their home and told they don't belong. What is off with the world today? Where did we go wrong? Some are forced to leave. 
You just heard How I Live by The New People here on Midtown Radio. The New People are going to be playing a show next weekend on Friday at Katana Studios. So check it out if you like their music. Every week on On The Scene, we'll be giving you a listing of a ton of arts and culture events happening in KW. For a full listing of our events, you can head to our website, www.midtownradio.ca, later in the evening, and check out the posting with live music, DJ sets, movies, comedy shows, dragon burlesque, festivals, markets, and more going on all around the city. But for now, here are your entertainment listings for this weekend. In comedy, uh, the Rusty Nail at the Crazy Canuck on Saturday has two shows with Paul Thompson, Jeremy Dobsky, Dan Brennan, and Kelsey Coy. That's going to be happening at 8 p.m. and 10 p.m. I think tickets are going fast, so if you want to reserve a spot, you can email rustynailcomedy at gmail.com. At the Registry Theatre on Friday night, they'll be presenting You Po Somuno, which means In the Middle of the Bun. This is a comedy play by two actors called In the Middle of the Bun, originally U Po Somuna, for Serbian, Croatian, and the Bosnian community. Tickets are $50, doors are at 7, and the show is at 8 p.m. On Saturday at TWB, Pinch presents the Together We're Boisterous comedy show at 7.30. In films this weekend at the Apollo in downtown Kitchener, you can catch Triangle of Sadness, The Dark Knight, The Neverending Story, Decision to Leave, or Jaya 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 Hey. At the Princess Original in Uptown Waterloo, you can see The Ace and the Scout, In the Mood for Love, the 4K restoration, After Sun, In Bruges, The Grateful Dead Meet Up at the Movies, and Triangle of Sadness. And at the Princess Twin, also in Uptown Waterloo, you can catch The Banshees of Inertion, Tar, The Woman King, Decision to Leave, and Playtime the Movie, a locally made film by Sarah Geidlinger that we chatted about last week on our show. And on the stage this weekend, at Arabella Park, you can catch the Arabella's Drag Show on Saturday night. At the Conrad Center, all weekend long, you can see This Is How We Got Here, a new play put on by Greenlight Arts. And at the Woodsite National Historic Site, you can check out a murder mystery on Saturday night and Sunday. And that's all the events that we have for this weekend. If you want, you can head to our website, midtownradio.ca, to get more info or catch any of those names again.
Now, our second guest for tonight is sitting right next to me now. Alex Kinsella is a freelance content marketer and writer based in the Waterloo region. He's worked with some of Canada's most well-known tech companies, he writes for the Community Edition, and he is the man behind the TLWR newsletter, Waterloo Region's weekly events newsletter. Here to talk more about where this all began, welcome to On The Scene, Alex Kinsella. It's great to be here. Yeah, so excited to have you here. How's your week been so far? Um, it has been it has been busy. It is yeah. very weird. <laughs> Still, after everything's reopened, getting back to things happening every night and yes. kid activities and sports and events and concerts and everything you name it. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's still it's still I'm not used to it. Yeah, I, I feel that honestly. Sometimes I, I have to say when I look at your email newsletters, I'm like, wow, there's so much going on, and I really want to do all that. But it, I also just really want like a lot of nights at home just to relax. Yeah, it's well, you got used to being a homebody for yeah. such a long time and ordering ice cream delivered, and <laughs> now you know you have to go out to get your ice cream. I guess so. Yeah, it's a challenge. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit about the origins of TLWR. I think I remember reading at once that it was inspired by a Toronto newsletter. It the name is oh the okay. Na- well, yeah. So the name, the idea for the newsletter came from. Uh, Working in, in tech in Waterloo mm-hmm. Region, the thing that I would always hear is, there's nothing to do here. We can't attract people to live in KW because there's no culture, there's no arts, there's no music. I'm like, there is. <laughs> there's tons of it. You just don't know about it. You should you should go out and check things out. And so yeah. one weekend, I was, I was at home, and my wife was out of town, and this is important to the story later but she's out of town I'm like I'm gonna start a newsletter I'm totally gonna do it it'll be it'll be awesome you know yeah. and I came up with it and then the name was uh 1236 which is out of Toronto okay and it comes out every day at 1236 ah. is the name and I thought that was the dopest name it's so easy to remember so I was like I need something that's like four characters long mm-hmm. uh and then through a whole bunch of stuff I was like oh TL too, there's too much, too too long. Oh, TLDR, TLWR, it'll work. Uh, I just have to make sure I put events from Cambridge and the townships <laughs> in. So I throw one in every now and then and it works. Um, but that was the name for it. That came from that one. Uh, I, I sent it out the first week. I think I had like 18 subscribers mm-hmm. who I just like messaged, like subscribed to my newsletter. And they started growing and I told my wife about it. I'm like, yeah, I started this newsletter. And she's like, yeah, this is, it's good. And like, it, it'll help. But like, you're not going to keep doing this. I'm like, oh, I'll show you. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah, like s- almost seven years later. Okay, uh, I yeah, still, I, was I still ask, send it out, and now it's start? gone from it's gone from me sending it out of instead of out of spite. It's now uh, it's it's great because I'll run into people. They're like, oh, I took my my dad to this thing, or we had our first date at this thing, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. I'll keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Do you know how many subscribers you have now? Uh, do you th- keep track of these th- things? I, I, I do. Like, a, it's a vanity metric. Yeah. It's like, so. <laughs> I'm curious. Yeah, on the newsletter, it's just north of 3,000. Wow. And then the, then add in social, which is, sure. we don't really, and that's the thing, like we, the, the whole decision for the newsletter, why a newsletter and not a social account, mm-hmm. there's like a Twitter and Instagram, but yeah. they're just there, uh, <laughs> was because social is so ephemeral. So you miss a post or the algorithm shows you a post for an event that was three days ago. Oh, I hate that. Or like, oh. yeah, it's the worst thing on earth. So I was like, you know, in an inbox, it's just there. So if you're like, hey, I remember seeing there was a, a drag show mm-hmm. at Revive. I just don't remember when. You can go to the newsletter. It's in your inbox. You'll go find it. It's always there for whenever you need it. Yeah. Uh, and that's why I chose a newsletter. And it's worked out so far. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I love it. Honestly, our so our radio show, like I said... 
We're basically the weekend version of your newsletter. Yeah. I'm not going to say we ripped you off, but we kind of did. No, no, no. Uh, but we're sort of we're more arts focused. But um, you actually had a show on Midtown Radio briefly. TLWR was like a show, I think, in our very first year of being on the air. It was very, very, very first year. Yeah. yeah. And it was, uh, at, I worked at Communitech uh, years ago now. Mm-hmm. We had Bisan and I, who Bisan ran for. Yeah. Everyone knows Bisan. Yeah. So uh, we had a, a podcast for Communitech about local events. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of, it, it was a good idea at the time. And then she left Communitech and then I was leaving. And I'm like, well, we'll keep doing it. We'll just steal the name of the newsletter and, and do it that way. Yeah. And we did it for a bit. And then she ran for office and we had to stop. And yeah. she never, never got going again. Yeah. But I love that now we have, you know, you're still doing the newsletter. And now we sort of have this like radio version of it so yeah. I'm so happy when you well, messaged me and wanted to come we the worlds are colliding but there's so <laughs> many great I mean you think of like curated KW on mm-hmm. Instagram and Twitter does such an amazing job of showcasing like deals and events and everything and yeah bar rescue KW does such an amazing job of like finding spots I've never heard of so there's yeah. a the thing about Waterloo that makes it such a great I say Waterloo region Waterloo region <laughs> makes it so great is it's not about competition. It's about collaboration. Yes. So even though we might all be working in the same spaces, we all want to make people aware of cool things happening and support local businesses and all that fun stuff that makes living here actually good. Yeah. Do you find when you're searching for events, is it a task? Like, Is it is it difficult? Like, Do you ever have to really go hunting you, for things? You can or? tell the difference in the tone as if it's like really... I'll say fun. I'm doing air quote funny because like I think it's funny. Okay. It's because I'm doing it in the evening and I'm drinking. Okay. And if it's a little <laughs> bit more dry, it's like Sunday morning and it's coffee. Uh, but basically, my my week is like I just have a, a rolling note of mm-hmm. oh I saw this I'll copy a link and I'll put a date. In. It's a horrible looking note, uh, <laughs> and I'll I'll do it for months in advance as yeah. I find stuff and then Sunday either coffee or booze is uh, putting it together. A lot of times I get more and more people sending stuff. Okay. And it's always like, yeah. hey, could, could you put this in the newsletter? Like, does this meet your criteria? I'm like, yeah. my criteria is you sent it. Nice. We're easy. So it's it. Yeah. As long as it's not like a bad event. Right? Yeah, like, of course. Yeah. 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 That's so nice, though, that like you are able to provide a, a platform, right? Like I remember when my band was sort of starting out doing local shows, like I remember we messaged you on Twitter and you were like, yeah, sure, I'll put it in. I was like, wow, our show is in this newsletter that gets sent to all these people. Like yeah. it's it's really great for, um, you know, someone that's running an event for the first time ever or someone that wants to just like get their event out there a little bit more. It's in a new location or it's something they're trying for the first time. It's yeah. really great to be able to have a platform that is just willing to say yes. Like, yes, we'll we'll have your event. We'll share it with people. Hopefully more people will come, right? Yeah. So that's well, really I, special. I do find, like, one of the, the advantages to the newsletter over social is that social, mm-hmm. you're going to have an echo chamber because mm-hmm. you follow X number of people. So you'll see the same events. Like you were talking about, like, the play, the Greenlight yeah, Arts, right? Yeah, yeah. I've seen a ton of it. But then a lot of people who don't follow the same people you and I do mm-hmm. might miss that, right? And so with the newsletter, the, the goal for this is, like, I'll put events in that are in, like, townships I just don't spend a lot of time in mm-hmm. or in like just venues I don't normally would ever go to or mm-hmm. off my radar and that way it's hopefully getting more people aware of other things outside of their circle yeah exactly yeah I feel like doing this show I'm constantly amazed with all that's going on and also how many like unique things are going on and we we are mainly focused on like 
performing art sort of things, but you have like everything. So I'm curious, what has been like one of the most surprising events of this past year? Like something you saw and you're like, this is happening in Waterloo Region? Like what? Or, or just like... I, I don't know what what kind of caught your attention in a fun way. You know, it's it's more of like what a lot of things surprise me that they happen here, mm-hmm. which is always a kind of a cool thing. But it's more of like what people like. I look at what people click on. Okay, it's always interesting. Like I don't tweak it based on that, but I'm yeah. always like, oh, like what's the number one event? And nine times out of ten, it'll not be the one I think will be the most popular mm-hmm. event in the newsletter. And like for this week, it was the the video game. Music of video games at um, yeah. the KW Symphony. Yeah. And uh, a guy from the symphony sent it to me. He's like, hey, could you put this in? I'm like, oh, I didn't even know about this. This is so cool. I'll put it mm-hmm. in. And yeah, it was like the number one click thing. And I'm like, okay, well, yeah. we'll over-index on that next time. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's, cool, to, it's cool to see. Yeah, you never know what people's interests are going to be, right? Or what they, what they might feel like doing that week, like a, a Wednesday night show at the symphony. Why yeah. not? Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Um, what do you enjoy most about making the newsletter? Like, I know you said you're, you you get comments, people say that they enjoy it, but what do you get out of it? <laughs> I actually, it's, it's the, I like connecting people with things I haven't done before. So when mm-hmm. someone comes up to me and says, I tried this and it was really cool, or I've, I've never thought of going to this museum before. Yeah. I didn't know we had X museum or Y museum, which happens a lot, uh, unfortunately. So it's, it's cool to, to kind of hear that and connect mm-hmm. some people with other things going on. So that's the motivation for, for continuing to do it and yeah. people open it. So Yeah, yeah. I feel like, I feel like I don't... I don't really want to put this title on you, but I feel like you're like almost a bit of a Waterloo Region events expert just because you yeah. you look at so many of the things. What do you think the Waterloo Region is doing really well when it comes to events? What like sticks out to you of being like, oh, that's great that we are doing this? We just have such a good mix of like large, like Center and Square does a good job of bringing some interesting things mm-hmm. and Conrad Center is hosting a lot of great things. The museums all do, like K- KWAG brings in amazing mm-hmm. exhibitions. Um, exhibitions, exhibitions, that's right. <laughs> um, and then you have individuals who are just trying to build things, right? And think of, of like Robin and Elaine for KW Famous and, mm-hmm. you know, just trying new events and bringing people in like the roller rink yeah, under the market. In the summer. Who would have thought of that? Right. I well, know. they would have. Yeah. Uh, and then you see that you go like people want to come to things. Right. And especially with public spaces like like that or anything that happens along King Street or Victoria Park, or Willow River Park in the summer. Um, when when you give people back their space, they can do wicked stuff with it. Mm-hmm. So that's the that's the big thing. And I see this like the BIAs and the cities do a really good job of that, of saying, here's space, like do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you hope to see? You know, in the next couple of years, and King Street region. closed cars. <laughs> Do it, yeah, cowards. No, sorry. Um, I support it. <laughs> it's, but it's one of those. I, I would love to see more and more spaces like that. When you see what happens with Gockle when they close mm-hmm. it, Princess in Waterloo when they close it, um, really cool stuff starts to happen. And mm-hmm. um, and I also like to see like what's really crazy to me is St. Jacobs is like the yeah. hot spot. Yeah, they're like this like dog fun time thing. Like they're the just like dog friendly events too. all the time. Well, like the St. Jacob's it. Farmer's Market does yeah. these ticketed events. They're mm-hmm. licensed. And I was like, I'll, I'll go to one, sure. So I went and it's, they had like um, like fires outdoor and they had two bands in different areas. Oh. They had a mechanical bull, which is kind of fun. <laughs> um, but like awesome. I never thought to go to St. Jacob's Farmer's Market on a Friday night and they've like, a bunch of beers and cideries and a couple of distilleries. And I'm like, 
this is dope. And they're doing more and throughout the winter. Yeah. So you can That's bike fun. there. And so That's so yeah. fun. Yeah, I hope so. I'm sending out the good vibes for a closed King Street. Yeah. Summer 2023. <laughs> Um, so you said you, you have this kind of ongoing note of uh, all your events. Hmm. Are there any events you're looking forward to the next couple weeks? Anything that's catching your attention or standing out to you? The, the cramp, uh, Krampus is coming back. Downtown Kitchener on Cockle. Oh, Saw okay. that's coming back. So Was that like an art market? It's like an art market and yeah. kind of funky. And uh, when Candy, Candy, Candy... Was this Candy, Candy, Candy? No, next. Next door. Candy, candy, candy. I still like, like my kids here, I'm and they're like, honest, they're I don't like, know what candy, that candy, was. Candy? A candy store. Oh, it store? was a candy store. Okay. Oh, and it was like used to be on um, Charles and Charles and yeah, Queen. Yeah, Charles and Queen, and then they moved up mm-hmm. to Fontario Street. Okay. And it was like the, it was all you just go in and get candy. Uh, that's basically, yeah. it. and then they did a Krampus thing in the winter, so it was oh, super dope. Okay. Um, okay. So sort of reviving. That's what downtown Kitchener is missing. Yeah, is a candy a store? revival of candy, candy, candy. <laughs> Can't let you go. I love it. Some yeah. Someone listening out there will make it happen, maybe. <laughs> I have, like, so many photos, like, on my phone of, like, hanging out. Oh, wow. Yeah. See... Yeah. I grew, I oh, grew I up in uh, I grew up in Uptown Waterloo, so, or like close to Uptown Waterloo. So like Sugar yeah. Mountain is my nostalgic Sugar memory a thing, for yeah. sure. But like even 2015, like when a lot of like people started moving down for tech, mm-hmm. like we would just like all go out like for candy runs. Oh my gosh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Maybe someone can bring like a little candy pop up to pop the up. Krampus yeah. uh, market or something. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Alex, for chatting with me. It was so fun to just kind of hear about how this is all going. I can't believe it's in seven years. I hope that it doesn't stop anytime oh. soon. And uh, yeah, this is awesome. We'll have to have you back on the show awesome. to chat more events. Thank so you. thanks so much. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to hear uh, one more song in our show tonight. And this is a fantastic collaboration project uh, spearheaded by local R&B musician Rufus John. Um, this is the song Freedom Marching Part 1 by United Artists for Change. No liberty and ain't got no choice. You take my opinion. You wanna take my voice. Put it in the groundwater and we pay. Seeds are growing now, tethered by the shade. You tried to root us out, but we still remain. You'll get a word now, cause we've changed the game. Survive on this battlefield. While on the ground, the bodies lay. 
just heard Freedom Marching Part 1 by United Artists for Change here on Midtown Radio. You've been listening to On the Scene all night long. We're just about wrapping things up for the evening. Um, But I wanted to give a little shout out to the Freedom Marching Project um, because they are an organization that's spearheaded by local musician and community leader Rufus John, who we spin on Midtown Radio all the time. And they are actually bringing back a musical showcase called Legacy. Now, Legacy was a showcase back in the 90s and early 2000s in the Waterloo region that gave black youth an opportunity to perform and show pride in their culture and sense of identity. Legacy focused on black joy and excellence and culture through entertainment, education, food, fashion, and art. So they are currently doing a call out for auditions for the next Legacy Showcase. They're looking for dancers, singers, and entertainers from the black community. And auditions will be held November 26th and 27th. So they're trying to get the word out. If you know anyone or you are someone that might be interested, you can go to freedommarching.com slash legacy for more info. 
Now, we're just about to wrap up our show for this evening. Um, We want to say a big thank you to our sponsors, the Downtown Kitchener BIA and the Uptown Waterloo BIA for helping make this show possible each week. Also, a special thanks to my guests, Melody Bijou and Alex Kinsella, and also to Adventures Guild for hosting us this week. On the Scene is produced by Danielle DeVoe, Matt Rappelt, Derek Rydell, and myself, Allison Dijak. You can tune in next week for another show highlighting all the great arts and culture events happening around town. That's all the time that we have. Have a great evening, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>